Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. From the WEEI Studios, 93.7, WEEI-FM and HD1, Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. There's a huge number of young players that are going to be fired up to work with Bill Belichick right now. As much as he's won and as much of a legend as he is in their eyes, potentially, there's a lot out there on what he is like to work with, some of which has come from his own mouth. And that's not generally speaking what the younger generation of athlete is looking for these days. Yeah, I texted with a former Patriot yesterday a little bit, just catching up and uh, of a recent vintage, just talking about Bill's fortunes. And and he said, players are going to want to trade ASAP. It ain't going to work. It's unfortunate because I like the guy, but these new age players – they're different. So that is the, you're going to have a high priced individual who really wants things his way. Who's only going to be there for three years, realistically. And how quickly will Bill turn the team? So baby players might ask for trades in Atlanta or wherever else. That's according to, Tommy Curran? Well, not really, actually. It's according uh, to a, a recent vintage Patriots player. Yes. <laughs> what is that? A 2022? A, 20, a 2020? What was a good year? <laughs> of a recent vintage. So, I mean, I, my guess, and I'm not besmirching Tom passing it along, it's just, yeah, I, I, I'm guessing it's a player saying, I could handle it. Today's oh, modern athlete. It's an old head take. Is a little whiny baby who yeah. could. Yeah. Hmm, who does that sound like? Who's someone who prides himself so much on being such a tough guy? I don't know. These young kids. Who? They don't They don't have what we used to have back in the day. You have some ideas? Is yeah, that what you're I'm saying? Yeah, I, I don't like to sniff out people's sources, but I, it sounds familiar to me. Hmm. I have some ideas as well. Uh, but anyway, so it's a... Uh, that's my guess. But I also would look at it and say, <laughs> Bill, you're, you know, you can lighten up a little bit. And I think in some ways Bill has, like, I don't want to sound inconsistent on this. It's the final hour of Jones and Mego. I don't think Bill is as motivated in terms of grinding and putting in 18, 20-hour days and scouting prospects and, I mean, look, he was floating around in the Caribbean a few years ago in the middle of free agency, you know? I don't think he, he's grinding the same way he used to in the middle of the week in the season. I think there's more days off. I think that happens in... OTAs and training camp and everything else. So I think there's a lot of examples of that. But I think when he's in the building, he is still asking a lot of players. And I don't think he's easy to play for by any means. 
And I would say a lot of that you can lighten up on. I mean, Atlanta players, if this is who's talking, you're a bunch of losers. Any, what have you guys ever won? So, like, you guys can lighten up too. And, and how about you be open-minded to working with Bill Belichick? All I'm saying is I, I don't think his approach works, period, in the league. I didn't think it was working in New England. I don't think it'll work in Atlanta. I've said before, if Dallas blew out Mike McCarthy, I don't think his approach would work in Dallas. That's a really strong statement from that former Patriot that guys would be requesting trades. Like, they don't, they're not interested in the culture that Bill would bring to the team because I do think that uh, people who are looking from the Atlanta side and wanting to to bring Bill there are doing so because they think that Bill brings this credibility, this immediate credibility, this immediate culture that he would uh, ins- install down there. And my bigger thing is like, I think the bigger issue is that wherever Bill is looking and whatever back channeling he was doing and whoever he's talking to is that he seems to want personnel power. And I think that that is just the major, like what guys, would all the guys on the team, the younger guys, all the guys under 30 request trades, like probably not. Probably there would be some guys who are like, man, I don't like the way this is going. Do you think that source is is just theorizing and like a back in my day thing, or do you think there were players here who wanted out under Bill? Um, yeah, I think there. Were, I think we heard a report from Andrew Callahan that Trent Brown was telling everybody he was going to be out after okay. a victory. But he's. We all agree, and I, I think he definitely wanted out. But you know, he's on his own planet, right? Like, I wouldn't be surprised if the quarterback asked out last year. I wouldn't be surprised if the quarterback asked out the year before with Patricia and Judge. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they're talking about a very specific player, namely Mac Jones. Like, that wouldn't surprise me at all. On the flip side, if you remember, Bailey Zappi said that he had the opportunity to go beyond some practice squads elsewhere and opted to stay here because he liked the situation here with Bill. So there's yep. both sides of that. Like, for as many as... Yeah, no, I think Zappi liked the coaching here. I'm not sure I'm not sure the other quarterback did. Do you think that there were more pro-Bill guys or anti-Bill guys here? Well, if I'm going to be fair to Seth Wickersham, and I put a lot of stock in that story, it sounds like there were more pro-Bill guys than I expected. So I will say that, but I don't think it was universal. And I'm guessing most of those guys were on defense and or old vets like Andrews and Matt Slater. I think some of the young guys on offense probably weren't super fond of him. And again, I would start with Mac. I also wonder if it would be a different calculation if Bill was going down to Atlanta coming off of a game where he was a season where he was in the AFC championship game. So guys are going, yeah, I know it's going to be hard. And I've heard that New England isn't always fun, but we got a real shot at winning something because we got the winning coach. No, a thousand percent. But if Bill's Bill's going down there coming off of the last two seasons he's had, it's like, well, this is going to be a grind and we're not going to get that much better? Yeah, guys would guys would hold their nose and play here with Brady, number one. But number two, if I go play with Bill, I am get, it's like playing for Andy Reid in some ways. I don't think Reid, you know, it runs as tight of a ship. But it's like going to play with Mahomes and Andy Reid. Well, I, maybe, it's, maybe I'm not the number one option. Maybe I don't have the most money. Maybe they, they are more professional than some other organizations, but I'm going to be in the AFC title game every year. And I might win a Super Bowl. Fine, I'll hold my nose and do it. I can just go play for Bill, you know, work my tail off, you know, get yelled at in meetings and on the practice field, not have a great time and win four games. That's not for me. So I wonder if there's some of that going on. Don's and Swampskit, go ahead, Don. Hey, guys, I just had a, a quick question on what you guys think the Patriots should do in the draft. What if they did something like the Bengals did, how they drafted Joe Burrow? And also Jamar Chase. What if they did that with uh, Jaden Daniels in the uh, 
wide receiver that they have at LSU too. Yeah, so the uh, – and I, I see what he's saying. I thought he was saying something different. I thought he was saying in the same draft, I was going to correct him, that it was Burrow and T. Higgins, and then Chase was a year later. I see what he's saying. The idea of drafting a quarterback and receiver from the same school, so there's already built-in chemistry. I mean, we've talked about that before with Mac, right? The idea of bringing in an Alabama receiver to play with Mac. I'm not anti that. You know, I, I like Malik Neighbors, but you're not going to get Jaden Daniels and Malik Neighbors. Who's the? There's another LSU receiver who who is expected to go maybe late first, early second. Maybe you could pair them together. So I don't hate that idea. I don't. I don't hate that idea at all. I think that's fine. I don't hate it. I don't think I would prioritize it. I wouldn't be like, oh. Jaden knows this guy, so let's get him the guy that he knows. Like, well, if he's going to be... What if you like him? Is it a tiebreaker? Is it between, like, two different guys? What is the name? Is it Brian Thomas? Maybe. Where's he, where he projected to go in drafts? Ooh. I know. I, look, I watch plenty of LSU, but I don't pretend to know, know their whole roster. I know he's declared. Okay, <laughs> so I, they, they have another receiver who I thought is projected to go, like, late one, early two. Uh, you know, Twitch chat, text line, fill me in. So, uh, I'm sorry, say it again. As, a, as Yes, as a tiebreaker in favor of that receiver... You say, well, we like these two guys about the same, but Jaden Daniels has a familiarity, so we're going with it. Package I guess. Deal. I don't know. I, it, I, it's it's not really like the way that I would look at the evaluation, okay. to be honest. I, that would be pretty far down. Hurts and Devontae Smith, Chase and Joe Burrow. I'm sure there are other examples of it. I don't hate it. I, what I thought he was saying was Burrow and Chase were you know, brought in at the same time, which they weren't, but I, I would do the same order as the Bengals. Okay, Quarterback first. I would get the quarterback first and then get the receiver. Absolutely. So, like, I'm going to try to get a receiver in free agency, but when we're talking about the draft at number three, there's a lot of people. Keith coming on at six is one of them. Arcan, when he decides to show up, is another one. Where at three, take Marvin Harrison. So I'm not of that mind, but I'll get a quarterback this year, get some receivers in free agency, and then next year, if I have a chance to get a receiver in the top ten, sure, why not? If there's a, if there's a prospect I like, sure. Especially the more that you hear from people on the difference between Jaden Daniels and Drake May, I, I, I know that there's going to be downsides with both of them, and people seem to be more aware of what the downsides with Drake May are. I've seen tons of texts over the earlier part of this week comparing him to Mitch Trubisky. Like, if you can go for one of those two quarterbacks, I just think you have to. I just think the upside is too big. Uh, Ryan was right. The name is Brian Thomas Jr., late first, early second. So maybe you could package those two guys together if that answers your question, caller. Uh, how about Eddie in the car? Go ahead, Eddie. Hey, guys. How are you? I'm really surprised that um, Bill hasn't found a place to land and that he's not getting – I mean, it, it, maybe we're all wrong out here, but it sounds like he's not getting the interest that everybody and their mother expected him to get. And my question to you guys is this. Is it possible – that what we have gotten sick of in New England over the last three or four years, that the rest of the league is finally catching on and saying, you know what, Bill's done. He's washed up. Unless you're going to bring him in to try to win something within a year or two, you can't bring him in to rebuild your team. So uh, he may very well be done, and I can't believe it that this coach is not going to have a place to land. So, Eddie, I if you're asking me what I think, I think – Bill to Atlanta has been done for a while, and the rest of it, as I've been saying for a few days, is a sham process, a bag job. I think Bill to Atlanta's done. And I think because Bill has been back-channeling, because that's how Bill operates, Bill had New England in his back pocket before he quit the Jets, okay? So he probably had the Falcons in his back pocket before he, quote-unquote, mutually parted ways with the Patriots. And it might have been October or November. When did Orlovsky hear there was a team? November? Early November. So, like, it was probably done then. 
maybe before then, because by the time Orlovsky heard about it, who knows how long it had been decided and done. It had time to leak out and get around the league and all the way to Orlovsky. It's like when a liar has an elaborate <laughs> script that they have. So That's what Atlanta's doing. They're parading everyone in to show you how big of a search they're having, because it's not like they back-channeled their coach months so, ago. So, right. So what I think is it's that. And I think Dallas knew the drill and Philly knew the drill and maybe Buffalo right now knows the drill. And they're like, hey, Bill, what's going on? I want full control and $25 million, and I'm this far down the road with Arthur Blank. And Jerry Jones goes, well, yeah, I wasn't going to pay you that and give you full control anyway. And same thing with Howie Roseman and, and Jeff Lurie in Philly. And so that's what I think. And that explains the lack of interest. Because I'm down on Bill. I'm down on Bill, and I don't think he's going to succeed wherever You're he goes. down bad. But, but I don't believe the whole league is out on him. That I don't believe, and I think he gets a job. But if if he winds up doing TV this year, I will be wrong, and I will tell you. Okay. I, I'm mostly with you. I think it's going to be Atlanta. Uh, but there is a little part of me that goes like, well, that does become such an elaborate ruse that Atlanta is running. I don't put it past them. But it does start to go like, okay. But they're not, they're not the only ones. What's the most, uh, what's the easiest explanation would be that, Bill's asking for too much personnel power, and a lot of these teams are balking at that. Uh, look, I think Rich McKay is a potential impediment. I do agree with that. But I also think at the end of the day, Arthur Blank is going to buckle and, and kick Rich McKay to another role and get out of the way, and Bill will report directly to the owner and get get what he wants. That's my guess, because Bill's probably had it in the you know workings for a long time. I don't think Rich McKay is a new issue for him. Like I think he was very aware that that was a potential hurdle in uh, maybe last offseason forever. I think Bill was aware of that. We're all finding out about it and talking about it. Because we're all connecting dots. But I'm sure it's not like Bill got down to Atlanta and he's like, oh, wait, I got a report to Rich McKay, Arthur. <laughs> like, he probably knew that going in. 617-779-7937. Uh, what's coming up in Megsplaining today, Mego? Okay, coming up in Megsplaining, I have been accused of something. <laughs> oh, no. I am facing an accusation. <laughs> Is it from Arcand? <laughs> no. Okay. okay. I was accused this morning of something. And I need help in defending myself, oh, and I don't believe it's real. I like this. Let's get to it right after Trending with Ryan Garvin. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. 
This is Jones and Mego on WEEI. On WEEI. I'd be more interested in re-signing the players that they have, um, maybe selectively letting a few people go. I would start I would start working the comp, uh, compensatory pick sort of formula where you say, all right, well, what are we going to sign? What's our plan? Should we let this guy go so then we can get a third-round comp pick in, in, in a year from now to sort of replenish this roster and build – build upon the youth movement that it seems like we have going a little bit so there are a lot of big decisions that the patriots have to make but you know love the honesty love gerard t- talking like that all right bedard loves the honesty that was on his podcast of gerard mayo if bedard is passing along something that he heard and that's bedard's honesty about their plan i think that stinks that's a terrible plan bring back all your own guys burn to steal a phrase, your own cash on all your players who were already here last year, bring them all back and start working the compensatory draft formula for 2025. That plan sucks. How much of that is because you could have had those guys for less in most cases last year, and how much of it is because they're defensive guys overall? Oh, that's a big part of it. Defensive guys and an offensive lineman. Because like Kyle Duggar, that's a big part of it. I understand he's a darling of big football brains. I want Mike and you back. I think that he's a good he's good for your offensive line. I wish you had signed him earlier and he'd probably be cheaper. Now he's marketing himself as a tackle, which will get him more money. Um, I'd like him back, and I'm not opposed to bringing Kendrick Bourne back. If you can get Kendrick Bourne at like $5 million a year, I think that's a good deal for you for someone who's proven that they could play in your system as long as Matt Patricia's not around. He, he'll be like your number three. Yeah, so my answer is the opposite. My answer is not that... I'm worried that they could have signed them early. My answer is, if you're worried about compensatory draft picks in 2025, you should have got draft picks for these guys at the trade deadline. Yeah, I don't even want to hear about that, to be honest. Right, because well, that's, well, that's it, what he said. I know, Bring I know, back your guys and like, start working the compensatory draft formula. First of all, you, you're going to have to bring in guys from the outside. Like I said before, you don't have tackles signed on your roster right now. Tackles. You don't have a right or left tackle. Like, you're going to need to bring in somebody for wide receiver. I don't know if you re-sign Hunter Henry or if there's someone. I haven't looked deep into the tight end market, to be well, totally is, honest. I didn't love the hunt, uh, the uh, Phil Perry three-point plan either. We read that late in the show. His was bring back on when you sign Calvin Ridley, which I'm okay with, and franchise, franchise Hunter Henry. Which is like 12 mil. Blech. Blech. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Phil. Sorry, Bedard, but I hate your plans. Those plans stink. So uh, there's a couple guys who I want them to resign. The ones I just said. Other than that, like that also that also shouldn't stop you from burning cash elsewhere. You got what sixty five million dollars in the off season that you can still go out and get Calvin Ridley if he's available. Yeah, T Higgins if he's available. Look, I want them to spend money and. Sp- Spending money on your own guys technically counts. You know what it stops you from doing? But that is not burning cash. Signing Kirk Cousins, which I'm fine with. You're going to have a rookie quarterback. Sorry, you're being forced into a rebuild. Let him go to Atlanta with Bill. I like Kirk Cousins, but I think you can do better. I agree with you there. But who would I rather have? And when you were Kirk Cousins? Cousins. <laughs> Why do you acting like that's the, like that's the either or? No, I'm, I'm saying I'm, if it were an either or, who would I rather have? The quarterback. Uh, if Assuming they're doing something different at number three, which I also would hate. I'd rather spend the money there. Let's get to some phone calls before Meg explaining, which comes your way less than five minutes from now. I told you I kind of wanted to do a 10-minute Meg explaining about salt, but I didn't think that that had You did. Legs. It led to about a two-minute off-air discussion, but yes. but yeah, I'm not I sure. I think that was about as far as it could go. I'm not sure that's, uh, that's, that, that would fly for Meg's The amount of salt in this city 
is goddamn ridiculous. <laughs> I caught some of this discussion, and I can't wait to hear what the other thing we're doing for next. Not me is. either. Stay tuned. It comes your way at five thirty. Uh, let's knock out some phone calls. How about our buddy David in the car? What's up, David? David. This has been this is classic David. Well, the last couple of days, David's been a little better at it, but this has been this has been a chronic issue for David of late. Is yeah, the man is the man is the man is not ready to go? He's jamming. Jeff Jeff in Munson 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 yes yeah it's, it's Munson it's is, Munson There's is that Massachusetts people of this, it's, it's in Massachusetts okay. yes it is got it very small very okay. small so listen um, the thing I I don't know why I thought of this but I'm I'm concerned about okay so obviously they pick a quarterback first round yep. how far down do they have do they go how many rounds before they start picking a defensive player because obviously you get a defensive coach. If you have a Christian Gonzalez light coming in at the top of the second round and there was a run on offensive players, let's say there's four or five receivers already off the board. There's two or three linemen off the board. So you're looking at a defensive player that may be an A, A minus. Yep. Sure. I gotcha. an offensive player that's a B B minus. Uh-huh. Where do you go? Okay, I don't take the defensive player. I get. <laughs> I I understand. I get what you're saying. And I looked it up. Munson is, I don't know, old Storbridge Village area in between Worcester and Springfield. Like I've you know? heard of Munson. I don't know why this is such a mystery to I don't you. Know, I, I, I hadn't heard of it. I don't know anything west of Worcester. Is I you know it's I, I barely heard of it. And so uh, I'm not taking a defensive player. I I will not spend one cent. I will not use one draft pick. I will kick and scream if and when they do on defensive players. They don't need them. Okay? Their defense is fine, overrated, but fine. Fix the offense. Get that sorted out. Put every single, uh, you know, uh, chip that you have, every single piece into your offense. A total offensive draft? Yes. <laughs> Why is that? Why why is that silly? I, I just want to know if it's been done before. Well, who cares? I would, I'd be okay with it fourth round and later. That's fine. You want to take a swing at some guys? I'm gonna kick and scream about fine. it. I'm still gonna kick I know. and scream. You're priming us for it. That's fine. Yeah, just I take think if there's good defensive players out there, you can take some good defensive players. I I don't have a problem with that. I don't like but it. But I think obviously round one you're going quarterback. Round two, if you can go high and get this other guy from LSU who you're talking about. A wide receiver. I don't see why not. You got to fill out the offensive line Brian a little bit. Brian Thomas Jr. I, look, I Brian watched, Thomas Jr. I watched plenty of LSU. I, Malik Neighbors jumped out to me. I'm not. I, I wasn't. I'm not real big on second and third weapons. You know, I'm not watching super close. I'm not pretending to watch super close. I just have some money on the game and I'm rooting for whatever I bet. That's that's really how closely I'm watching these college games. And so, you know, maybe a national title game or something, I'll pay more attention. Would so, you, news to me, but he had good weapons at LSU. Would you take the, like, number one corner if he fell to you in the second round, or would you want to take, like, the fifth or sixth best wide receiver? Sixth wide receiver. Okay. Tenth, I thought you were about to ask the number two corner in the seventh round. I was going to say I would rather have the tenth best receiver. No, there, there's a universe than the number two corner. Jones is watching day three of the draft be like, they took an outside linebacker <laughs> with the sixth round pick? Season's over. Yeah, just just wait. Just You've wait until offended, by the way, Western Massachusetts. I don't care. Text lines pissed. That's that's you know Eastern New York. They're I, letting you know it. That's fine. No, you I look, get ninety three seven. Look, we, no, no, no. We like we do that. We like we our love pe- Springfield. We like our people in Springfield. There's a chance we're going to be back at uh, the MGM. I'm just I'm not overly familiar with that area. I'm not. I'm not. Was that what do you want from me? You you frightened the owner because you made your own bed before you left. Uh yes, that's you were correct. creepy. 
Yeah, I made I you made your own I hotel saved, bed. No, I saved the workers their work is what I did. <laughs> Man owns a hotel and a casino, and you scared them. Uh, yes, that's I, impressive. Uh, asked, I'm a big pro- proponent. I asked him of, point blank, and he basically called me a murderer. Yes. Yeah, making your bed first thing in the morning. Not when I'm in a hotel. <laughs> when I'm in the hotel, that's what I if can leave that. What if you weren't going on the air that I day can until leave two, the $5. and there was nowhere else to sit in the hotel room, and so you sat, you made the bed to sit on it again. That's still creepy. Why is yeah, that creepy? It's just weird. <laughs> I'd leave first of all. You have to check out at weird, like ten. Weird, all except creepy. No, I got a late checkout. We weren't on okay. until two. You I don't left know. the room at 10? I didn't stay over, so. Oh, yeah, that's true. You didn't, I you showed didn't, up that day. You didn't spend the night. There's Ar- some salt talk coming up here. Ar- Arcan showed up <laughs> to that. salt talk. Arcan showed up to that. He made sure he was there for that. Uh, not so much today. We'll see if he's back tomorrow. In the meantime, how about Megsplaining? Burp. Why don't you explain this to me like I am an eight-year-old? Do you need it broken down? It's so dumb. Why don't you explain this to me like I'm five? Well, lucky for you. I don't know how else to talk about it. Shut up, Meg. It's time for... Now I let you know! Meg explaining. Meg explaining. I'm facing an accusation. From whom? Mr. Who. Oh, no. I'm facing an accusation. All right. This morning, okay, so Mr. Who works from home sometimes. And this morning, I got up, I had breakfast, I take the dog out on a run, I come back. It's a lot of I. All right, I think I'm already on Mr. Who's side. This is a lot, <laughs> this is a lot of I. I don't, know, I don't know what the accusation is, but I think I'm already on well, his side. So, you know, he's usually up around 8, and this was almost 9 o'clock before I saw him. And he gives me this look, and he goes, I slept terribly last night. <laughs> And I said, really? Why? I was thinking maybe it was because there's this stupid ass carbon monoxide or smoke alarm that's in the downstairs hallway that's been beeping and we can't reach it. And that's, that's a whole way. other meg explaining of I don't know how we're supposed to change the battery in it because we can't use a ladder because it's on this little crooked stairwell. And if we tried to set a ladder up there, we would fall to our deaths. Either way. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. We're not doing it. We're almost, not, we're almost not as doing long that. as the salt conversation. I got to listen. So... Um, I was told that I was snoring up a storm, that I was an extreme You were accused of snoring. Relax. Oh, wow. Well, that is a big accusation. And I have to say- Do you know that you snore? I don't snore. Well, I, well you don't. How could you possibly so know? So I know that the only times that I've really snored are when I have a really bad cold that I'm congested. <clears throat> and you get the like, you know, like that snore because uh-huh. you can't breathe. You're trying to breathe through your nose. Uh, these are the only times it. you've been told that you snore. You really, yeah. you can't. You don't know if you snore. I have no idea if I snore. There was no reason for me to be snoring last night, and I know that I you don't snore unless I'm right. congested. Well, what I'm telling you is maybe Mr. Who has been nice and hasn't uh, uh, relayed the information to you that, that you nice. snore. Okay. What is that? It's got to be got to be killing. That's you, Mr. Who sent me that. That's what you sound <laughs> like at night not, when you're. That sleeping. would be dastardly. Imagine if he did. I, I Mr. Who, if you have any audio, please. <laughs> Please send so it, and, is, we w- and we won't ask Mego if we can use it for the air like she did about Arcan, which he rejected and voted down. No, that is the snoring dulcet tones of Christian Fourier. Oh, that's Fourier. Who will not that, put a mouth guard in. That's Fourier snoring? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the whole mouth guard debate. <clears throat> Ew, that's so loud. So, no, to be, to- to be totally honest. Who said honest, that? His wife said that? Of course. Nice. So, I don't. I know I don't snore because I had mm. my tonsils and adenoids taken out when I was three years old. Mm-hmm. And so it's very difficult for me to snore. I basically have to be totally congested with a cold to so snore. So you think Mr. Who is making it up? Yeah. I you, mean, you, was don't, I, you, you don't believe that you were snoring? Let me put it this way. Is it possible that I was breathing loudly? Yes. That's different than snoring. Like mm. an audible breathing is different than a... 
Like an audible breath is like a, you know, the difference. Yeah, no, I agree. One's not snoring. I agree. But you are. Because I know that I sleep with my mouth open. To be clear, you are calling, uh, in true Sam Kennedy fashion, you are calling Mr. Who a liar. He's a liar. Does Kat snore? Yes. She does. I mean, sometimes, yes. Because I found this uh, Kathleen percentage. snores. The dog, Met- the dog snores all the time. The dogs all like snore. A, like a chainsaw my on top of my head. My dog snores, and she makes little barks in her sleep that are actually sometimes very loud. Yeah. Lucas Lucas will snore from time to time. I'm really? sure I, I'm sure I snore. I'm telling you, know, you right now. I, I, I she doesn't complain about it much, so I don't but I I I'm sure I snore. So I have some snore facts. You saying you don't snore is such a bold claim. Well, such a bold claim. has snore facts. Let's get to these. <laughs> okay, I've got right, snore facts. This is such here. a bold claim this is from that Johns I don't Hopkins. snore. You don't know. So an estimated 45% of adults snore occasionally while 25% snore regularly, often disturbing uh, their bed partner's slumber Give me the numbers and possibly again? their own too. 45 so and 25? 45% snore on occasion. Uh-huh. 25% are regular snorers. So that means 30% don't snore at all? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. So So you're you're part of the 30%. But no, here's the other thing is 40% of adult men snore. How much? Only 40% of adult men. I think it's higher than that. Okay. And 24% of adult women are habitual snorers. This is habitual snoring. Yeah. Got it. You think it's so higher than 40%. 40% like, for a man sounds low. I agree. Like only one in four women are a habitual snorer. I agree with that. Like, I know I'm a heavy breather. I sleep with my mouth open. I wake up, yeah. there's a huge puddle of drool but, on the side of my pillow. But just so I'm a big drooler as well. So, yeah, like so, big drooler, I will admit to that. I don't snore. Mr. Who is not accusing you of being a habitual snorer in no. that 25. He's accusing you of snoring. Here's the other thing. And keeping you up. We have a second bedroom. So I said, and he was like, oh, the dog was getting up and walking around a lot. And I was like, okay, why don't you just go sleep in the other room? Because guess what? That's what I do when you snore four (laughs) nights a week. It's actually less. So I do know that like your sleeping position has a lot to do with whether you snore or not. And I feel kind of bad. Back sleeping? What, not, what leads to snoring? Not, he's not allowed to sleep on his back. Yeah, anymore. back. So I don't really sleep. This is why I don't think I snore a ton because I don't really sleep on my back. I sleep on my sides. I sleep on my sides too. Yeah. But, he but, gets, I, but I'm not But I'm not saying I, like if Kat wakes me up and she's like, oh, hey, you were keeping me up with your snoring. I'm like, oh, sorry. I'm not like, I never, I don't snore. You're he, saying you don't snore. He, I don't it's, snore. He sleeps on his stomach because It's physically says, impossible for you to snore. Yeah, unless I'm congested. Mm. My face is not built for it. I had the snoring. Ryan, like, the Ryan snoring can, I get, tools, can I get another ruling on this? The snoring tools in your face were taken out. Ryan? I don't think that is the end all be all. If you were snoring last night. Yeah, me neither. Do you, you want to hear some junk s- taken out of your Do you want to hear some snoring um, More snore solutions? Facts? Sure. This is lose weight for some reason. Yeah, that is. That's, a big I mean, one, that's actually. like the bi- isn't that the biggest one? Put like the other mouth one guard is, in. The other one is less alcohol. Oh, Which can sense. also yeah, go with losing weight. No, trust me. When I when I it usually when cats like, hey, you were snoring. It's it was alcohol was involved. Yes, that's true. Maybe I took too much melatonin, and maybe, that caused the snoring. Maybe we just found out that Mega was going full Arcan and boozing it up last night. Maybe that's what it was. Well, at least I show up for work. <laughs> so that's the difference between me and Arcan. Uh, there's for some reason there's a bunch of dentist blogs about snoring. I think because they're trying to get you to buy mouth guards. Got it. Um, what, wouldn't a mouth guard make it worse? Not according to the I feel like the more family. crap that's in your mouth, the more that you're going to be... Uh, no, it's all jaw alignment. That, got that's it. 
that's I would assume the more crap in your mouth snore. It's one thing that can the more stuff that's in there screwing up your breathing and the more you're going to snore. But uh, sleep apnea. That was just my guess. I'm not saying I'm wrong. Here's the other thing is I had sleep apnea has. uh, Yeah, I think he does. Yeah, because he's snoring like that. I have been told multiple times of the things that I do in my sleep that are very weird. Like Mm -hmm. I'm a big sleep talker, which always makes me feel a little paranoid because what if I say something weird? That's not even true. Yeah, I talk and I laugh in my sleep. I'm on cough medicine. (laughs) Like, I laugh really, I laugh to the point where I wake myself up, which is creepy. I mean, that that is creepy. I've which heard of sleep talkers, sleep laughing? I've yeah. never heard of that. I, like, I laugh multiple times a year and wake myself up. Trouble's is best, you know? I love my cars <laughs> in the 99 restaurant now. So has, like Mego that. just from a dead sleep is laughing like that? That, I would be, I, I don't even think, I, a separate bedroom? I'm sleeping on the roof. If you're just maniacally laughing yeah, in I've your never, sleep, we're not sharing a bed. I've never heard of such a thing. So here's Cat will, some talk, Cat will talk in her sleep from time to time. I'm sure I do, but I, but sleep laughing, I've never even heard of. Here's some of the solutions for snoring. Do you want to hear them? Yeah, she's just um, rolling right past that. Yes, what are they? Gargling garlic is an old wives' tale. Not going to do it. Um, Sucking on a pacifier. <laughs> Not going to do it. So if you hold the pacifier in your mouth to sleep, it's supposed to keep your tongue in the correct position. And it. Uh, I feel like that's a good way to choke. Learn to play. Yeah, that's a, a, that's a horrible idea. Learn to play a wind instrument. It strengthens the throat muscles, which in turn can reduce snoring. So if you have very strong <laughs> throat muscles, you're yeah, less gonna, likely to snore. I'm just tap out on the response <laughs> I was going to say there. Yep. Yep. Here's another one. Give me um, another quick, please. <laughs> this one. Next. This one also used. This one has gained a little traction recently. Duct tape. Put a little piece of tape okay. over somebody's lips. Didn't Joe? So Ma- didn't Joe Mazula say this? Yes, he did. Didn't Joe Mazula say this? It was at the old station but uh, that, that I was at. But when I was working there, I believe Joe Mazula said this, that Joe Mazula duct tapes his mouth shut So this to is, sleep. this was a big trend like two or three years ago yeah. where you, you can You know why buy, it's not a trend anymore? Because people it sucks. It probably, people were waterboarding themselves to sleep. You buy little bit like specialty tape and you tape your lips shut because it's more, it's supposed to be healthier to breathe through your nose. And it's supposed to help with snoring, which I don't get because you get those snore strips that you put on your nose. So if you're taping your mouth, you're yeah. putting it on your nose, then you just can't breathe. There's no way that works. I don't think it works There's either. No chance that you got to get one of those machines that I, you hook I take up it and back. You put the mask over your face. I take it back. Making fun of the pacifier idea. I'm on, I'm on team pacifier over duct taping my mouth shut to sleep. I'm on team gargling garlic over duct taping my mouth shut. I say go sleep in the other room. <laughs> it's totally fine. I think it's such a bold claim that you do, you uh, it's physic you're physically incapable of snoring. Unless you, like, you I'm cannot congested, snore. I cannot snore. I can breathe very loudly. I don't think that's right. And I drool a lot. Like, I'll say that. It's a wet mouth at night. <laughs> this is like a faucet. Good night, everybody. <laughs> I'm not pretending to be a lady like I don't snore. I'm just telling you what's what about me. All right. So that's, uh, <laughs> this is the right choice on Meg's planning, by the way, over Good the salt conversation. Over the salt. It was. Hel- the salted hell that we live in. The salted hellscape. No, I mean, I just think everybody just agrees with that one. Snoring, at least, we can talk through a little bit. So I, I, I like this. This is interesting. So you're, I, have, have you smoothed this out with Mr. Who, or is this still like, an, it feels like it's still unresolved? You know how I smoothed it out? I said that didn't happen. You're a liar. And if you have a problem with me breathing loudly, you can go sleep in the other room. It's totally fine. Uh, team Mr. Who on this one, I, I must say. Uh, 617-779-7937. Any doctors uh, out there? I'm sure we have a lot of doctors there's in There's also text line says we were designed as a species to breathe through our nose. Not when you have teeth this big. <laughs> I cannot close my mouth when I sleep.
Who is the doctor who weighed in on me and then acceptable amount of alcohol at the company party? Can that doctor weigh back in, please, in the Twitch chat or on the phone lines? Dr. Nick Riviera. Is it is it possible? Is is Megan not physically capable of snoring? I want an answer. Megan. Uh, Mego, excuse me. I want an answer. Uh, plus, we have picks for tonight in Bet Roulette. That's next. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLV.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. You're listening to Jones and Mego on WEEI. Watch out! Uh, I want to know who the OC is. You want to know who the OC is. Want to know what the OC will want to know? Who he's coaching. Let us run through for a moment, position by position, how many players the Patriots have under contract that would be considered top 15 in the league at their position. Quarterback, none. Tackle, under contract, none. Guard, none. Cole Strange maybe sniffing around 20. Center, David Andrews, we'll give you that. Tight end, none, under contract. Running back, Ramondre Stevenson, probably in the top dozen or so. X receiver, that's Devante, none. Y receiver, that's your slot, DeMario. Okay, we'll give it to you. Z receiver, Juju or Kayshawn Booty, whoever you want, neither one qualifies. So if the new offensive coordinator has a vision for building his offense around the center running back and a slot receiver, hire his ass. If not, the vision's gonna have to wait. It's Tommy Curran on NBC Sports Boston last night. Quick slants. Check it out there. He's on every Thursday with Jones and Mego here on WEEI. We'll talk to him tomorrow at 3.30. As in tomorrow, he's on every Thursday, which is more than we can say for Arcan recently. Uh, yeah, we'll see if Arcan's in on Thursday. He's also usually pretty prompt. Uh, there was somebody who was a little upset about uh, the Brian Scalabrini interview being cut short. I'm just going to say that was not on our end. Uh, so, you know, usually Curran's pretty prompt. Uh, when it comes to his plan for the offense, though, it's interesting just who he ticks through and all the names there. Um, DeMario Douglas is not a top 15 receiver. I get what he's doing, even slot receiver. I get what he's doing. He's just he's being charitable and granting you things. But, right, if I'm an offensive coordinator, don't I want to know who I'm working with? Fair point. Zeke just played me a piece of audio in the last break. I, I believe uh, he was telling me Keith may have this at some point as well. Joe Mazzulla, let me paraphrase for you. Joe Mazzulla was just meeting with the media, um, and he said something to the effect, and it's always dangerous to paraphrase, but he said something to the effect of, uh, I don't get why teams feel like we're the team to chase. Uh, we haven't won anything since 2008, was a direct thing that he said. And so they should just view us as another good team. I don't get why people view us as the team to chase, the favorite, et cetera. I'll be honest, I liked most of it from Missoula. Like, most of it, I'm like, yeah, good for him. The only line where I winced a little bit was when he said, we haven't won anything since 2008. Because that, that to me, that's like a talk radio jab. Like, that's like a that's like a jab all throw. I didn't expect the head coach of the Celtics to be referencing, yeah, we've kind of sucked since 2008. I haven't won anything since 2008. And let me add, Joe Missoula, basically, you have one title in your lifetime, Joe. And so... 
that's the only line that I winced at a little bit. But in general, I, I don't mind him saying, hey, we haven't won anything. They, they, I don't think they're competing. There you go, yeah. I think, first of all, we haven't won. Thank you, Ryan. So, like, I don't know why anybody's competing with us. We haven't won championships since 2008. So, like, <laughs> we're certainly not the standard. Uh, so we're we're chasing people just as much as you know people may say they're chasing us. You know what I mean? Like I don't. We don't even look at it in that standpoint. It's like we just have to keep that healthy balance of knowing we're a really good team, but there's also other really good teams. And how do we match up against them? And you know how do we continue to get better as a team? You, know? you mind that? I don't mind it. Just the, the again the only thing where I was like ooh was 2008 because then it's just like it's just underscoring all the choking they've done. But like, well, it, you know what? I, I'd rather hear that than. Yeah. Well, yeah, they've won. They've won the Eastern Conference Finals. Well, thank you. I feel like Tatum and Brown in this era of the Celtics, maybe less so now that Marcus Smart is gone, but like especially when he was here, it's like they acted like they had won a whole bunch and they haven't won squat. So I, I prefer that. I largely liked it. I just maybe maybe I'd refrain from the we haven't won since 08 thing. That I, I'll walk on that side of the street. I don't know that I need the head coach doing that. Uh, but mostly I didn't have a problem with that. Uh, anyway, that's Joe Missoula. Keith will have more on that, I think, coming up tonight, along with everything else going on here in Boston. You can dial him up, 617-779-7937. Meantime, let's get to Bet Roulette. All right, I'm going to give you a choice. You can either have the money and the hammer, or you can walk out of here. You can't have both. You don't f*** around in this place. You got it? Boom, boom. That's it. Gambling. Bet Roulette brought to you by Cars for Kids. Easy way to donate your car. You can donate today. Your car will be picked up tomorrow. Go to Cars for Kids. That's Cars with a K, the number four. Or one eight seven seven cars for kids. Mego, you were the only one to hit last night. Hell yeah! All over Houston. My Houston Cougars. Uh, Arcan whiffed on Bowling Green or something like that. I whiffed on Bowling. Green. Oh, I'm sorry. Right. What am I saying? Ryan whiffed on Bowling Green. Uh, I missed on the Rangers, uh, who lost to the Sharks. And our intern Jacob has shown up today in a Sharks hat. In a very, in a very Jonesy and bold move, he's shown wow. up today in a Sharks hat. A taste of my own medicine uh, after me choking on that game last night. Uh, so, okay, why don't you uh, start us rolling okay, here, Megan? ready? Yes. I try to keep these simple today. That was a three. That was a no three. No action. Uh, number three is going to be NBA. I'm looking at a points total for the Dallas Mavericks, specifically one Luka Doncic. Uh, his point total, Mego, is set at 33 and a half tonight. Do you like the over or the under? Who is he playing? Uh, I'll tell you in just a that, second. That would help. Da, 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 Who are those they are playing the Phoenix Suns. Mavs Suns. Mavs Suns. That's a good game. Um, that's a little high. You know what? Screw it. I'll take the over. Whoa! It's more fun. Nice. It's more fun. I'm gonna say that uh, Luca tries to have a showing against the Suns because obviously they couldn't really get it done against the Celtics, and he tries to show up as a look. There's a reason. That I'm like the fourth or fifth guy in the MVP race, everybody. Not even talking about Kevin Durant. Okay, so the over on Luka Doncic points tonight. Let me roll. Uh, if it helps at all, I just I went to go put the line in. Uh, Kyrie Irving not going through pregame warmups yeah. at his usual time, so there is a chance Kyrie will not play. Okay, nice. I rolled a What'd one, Ryan. A one is I got 19,000 tabs over here. One would be Anthony Edwards points total. See where we're going here? Ooh, nice. Jones, the over under on Anthony Edwards points total. It's Washington over. Fatum <laughs> is 28 and a half. Oh my god, over. Like I know I know that's a recipe for me losing, oh, but I'm I'm rude. I think I'm going to do this every time until I hit. I just think to, I'm going to bet against this. Just to now. blow up his theory. No, go ahead and do it. Okay. Go ahead and do it. Anthony Edwards is going to score under 28 and a half against Washington. I dare you to lay that down. Over 
On top of Mego laying the over on Luka Doncic. Uh, can you roll for Ryan, please, yes. Mego? Yes, okay, ready? Yes, thank you. That's five. a five. Five to round it out with the coach killer himself. Giannis Antetokounmpo is over under. They're playing the Cleveland Cavaliers tonight. His over under is set at 32 and a half. It's a high number. I'm going to take the under on Giannis points tonight. Under 32 and a half. It could have been an over parlay. No. All the way around. Win. Uh, Mego has the over on Luka points. Ryan the under on Giannis. Yes. I got I got the Ant-Man. Guaranteed, it's a guaranteed over. Not just an over. It's a guaranteed over. I don't even need to hear the number. That's how I confident I am. Fade him. And if you know anything about my track record, it's automatic. It's horrendous. Uh, so take the over on 28 and a half Great. points I'm against gonna Washington. I'm going to do my best to um, get ahead of the next allegation. <laughs> Try a different melatonin mix. Yeah, go right. buy some nose spray or something like that so you're not snoring and keeping up Mr. Who all night. Uh, stay tuned. Rich Keefe has you covered. Yeah, and the dog was like moving around a lot. Rich Keith has you covered with Fitzy tonight. You can dial him up, 617-779-7937. We, us three. Yeah, we'll be back. Even intern Jacob. Uh, all, all four of us are going to be here tomorrow. We'll see if Arcand is at two here on WEEI. That's you the pumpkin market. The greatest gift when I don't know me. this song. And the card inside would say, thank you for <laughs> being a friend. Much better. Do you? Especially during the timber, the, the, uh, the Minnesota. I'm yeah, not yeah. going to say that word. Don't say it. The Timberwolves. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.